There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. It's Nerds Podcast number 492. You know what this is, Kyle? What's that? A hostful podcast. Ooh. I know. We don't get to do a lot of them as much because... We have so many guests that want to do the show, and I don't like saying no to people that I want to talk to. And it's a so, hell of a problem to and have. So, and we also all, Matt has a very busy schedule writing on At Midnight. Jonah has a very busy schedule. Hanging out. Just being up at midnight. <laughs> 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 so we all have very, well, Jonah's been doing the Meltdown show, yeah, which, which from what, I've hear, what I hear, it turned out amazing. It, it was pretty the, the TV version of the Meltdown show, which I did. Uh, and it was really fun. I got to so, sneak a peek at, at a little bit of it, and it looks insanely good so you know we we will be doing we'll be putting up more hostfuls i'm going to try to make more room for hostfuls in the future and then also you know um we will also try to do a handful of live nerds podcasts here and i'm sure we'll do one at san diego comic-con this year but in addition you know we'll also probably start doing some live at midnights around the country Ooh. and but then i'm also doing stand-up because i'm going to do an album in about a year and a comedy special in a little less than a year so android 2 it's not gonna be Son called of mandroid <laughs> Oh man, god damn it. Why'd you put that in my head now? Android 2, son of Mandroid. Son of Mandroid! Shit. Damn it. It works on a bunch of levels. God damn it. Or is Son of Mandroid just the special. People thing? who put stuff on Chris Hardwick's Wikipedia page without his consent just start blasting son of android on there as this new album's title i do not condone that <laughs> <laughs> i'm 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 living with the idea right now but i really enjoy it but uh yes it's always fun when the sister wives and i get together and uh, catch up cuz i feel like the last time the, the last hostful we did was a really honest one uh, it was the, like oh you know we had this sort of falling episode. out Let's de- work it through on the podcast as we are sort of being more open. And, and my feeling was that it would help people go, oh, this is a way that you work through problems with your friends as opposed to just getting shitty with them. But what happened was like 60 or 70% of the people found it to be very interesting and helpful. And 30% of the people were eked out because it felt like their parents were fighting. <laughs> and so it, what I hadn't really considered was, <laughs> oh, yeah, nerds don't love conflict. <laughs> They don't love hearing conflict. They don't love any non-text-based conflict. Now, if that episode uh, that just been on a, message a transcript, board, yes, then we'll be back great. in business. But uh, but this one was really fun. This one this, this is was the more opposite upbeat. of that episode. Yeah, this one was more fun and upbeat. I would like to say this episode of the Nerds Podcast was brought to you by The Hundred on the CW, which premieres Wednesday, March nineteenth at nine eight Central on the CW, which is essentially. Um, there's the nuclear a nuclear uh, problem has, issue. A nuclear issue has <laughs> wiped out the other issue on the planet, which are human beings. Uh, and there are essentially 400 survivors on these 12 international space stations that were in orbit at the time. And so 
they don't know if it's safe to go back to Earth. But, you know, eventually you're going to have to get back down. It's sort of like moving out of an apartment and moving into a condo or a one-bedroom house. It's like we're going to need to expand. You know what I like to do when I move into a condo is first send 100 teens to make sure that the place is safe. You want to send 100 teens uh, into, into the house to apartment. make sure that it's not haunted yeah. or that the air is not poisonous or that they're not above a hellmouth or whatever it ha- <laughs> whatever ha- what have you. The problem is all those LA hellmouths. Yeah, it's there's the bait and so switch. Many they're always like, oh, it's we're very hard these to chrome moldings. I'm like, I would like to talk about the hellmouth, and they're yeah. like, Central Air. Is this a hellmouth or are we just on Van Nuys Boulevard? Like, you can't it's tell the both. difference between the two. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a just very long, one long hellmouth, <laughs> one long mouth of hell that won't end. But um, uh, so they send a hundred juveniles down to the surface of the earth to be like, you guys test this out. And then so essentially all these young people have inherited the earth, 100 people, with the run of a nuclear blasted planet. Watch 100 kids figure shit out on a nuclear holocausted planet. Wednesday, March 19th, 9, 8 central on The CW. And now here we are with the Nerdist Podcast number 492. Hostful goodness. Is the episode haunted? Haunted hostful we did the mash. We did the hostful mash. It was a Myra smash. Jonah's listening to the clash. Now entering Nerdist.com. You know who's good at writing hooks? Uh, Rivers. It's too bad. Rivers, Rivers Cuomo? Yeah. Or Mark Rivers, who is also really good at Mark writing Mark Rivers hooks. is really also good at hooks. But like, the thing that I, I think, if you listen, if you think back to all your times with the Weezers. Um, <laughs> uh, with all of the Weezers? It's just yeah. Weezer. Yeah. I, I, Which Weezer? What, they're, what he's really good at is a vocal hook. Yeah. Like I, even like something like... Uh, like uh, Island of the Sun, hip, hip, like that kind of a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Like a little vocal. Or uh, we're all stars now in, in the, the dope, dope show. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. That's, that's a different Weezer. Oh, so, hey, that's a Giza. That's a Giza. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's uh... hashtag old bands Geezer. Go. <laughs> oh shit! I'm sorry. Hey, we just taped the show. Wrong meeting. <laughs> oh fuck! Sorry. <laughs> you know, I just I'm sitting at a table with a bunch of comics, and I just don't know which thing I'm supposed to be writing. Just, just on all cylinders. Yeah, man, I'm firing. <laughs> Give me an object. I'll turn it into another thing and make a joke out of it. You're the firing. Oh, you're firing on three or six blah, cylinders. He immediately just went to blow the microphone. Yeah. All right. I'm I was proud. <laughs> years ago, I was talking to a girl, and she was talking about like going to see Weezer, and I was just like, Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to those shows where they're gonna, you know, just play the Blue Album and Pinkerton all the way through. And then she's like, oh, you're one of those Weezer fans. I was like, what do you mean? A Weezer fan? And she's like, no. It's like I, I've heard there's like older guys. And I was like 27 at the time. It's way more insulting. It was 27. And she's like, older guys that just you know don't like anything that happened after the Green Album. I was like, the Green Album was like the fucking see you later. There's nothing after that. Oh, you know what? To. I don't. Uh, Maladroit? I don't like. I don't dislike the Green Album. No, no, no. In retrospect. Oh, totally sure. Totally fine. Back. Well, here, I'll say this. I think that their best song since since the Green Album. Was it the Green Album, then Maladroit? Yes. Okay, I'll say their best album since Maladroit. Their best song since Maladroit, I think, is um, is uh, If You Want Me To, which is... Oh, if you... Uh, 
if you're wondering if I Girl, want you yeah. to, I want you to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's a really good, upbeat kind of a song. I like, Doesn't the, it? I like that the Fonzie like song. two albums ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but but I like that song. I think that's a good song. Yeah, yeah. But doesn't it sound like someone doing a, like a Weezer song? Doesn't that, like, it sounds like someone's doing like... That not so much. That one sounds like they just said, sure, Rivers. Sure. That's the one they said sure to? Well... The last four decades. Like Ratitude. That was, man, that was Ratitude, good. Pork Red and Beans album. was the single, single on that. The Red Album. Make Believe was just complete. Is the Red Album the one that Where was Hash if you want me to? Hash Pipe is, Hash is Green, green album. album. Yeah. Yeah. Hash Pipe is Green Album. Yeah. And, you know, just there's songs, I'm sure, in every yeah. album. Like, just that's the same thing I say about, like, you know, Stone Temple Pilots. It's like, it's like they don't, they're not a good band, but, like, yeah, they got some good songs here and there. Yeah. They got some. Uh, the, the Weezer was a part of that uh, new wave, not new wave. It was part of the new wave of cardigan rock, where it was just like like the young kids would put on the cardigans. Well, they, yeah. just they like sort just of, like the Kurt Cobains. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, sort yeah. Of were the cardigan rock? I think like not to be confused with the cardigans. Yeah, but it was like it was MTV's ver- version of uh, college rock. Yes. Yeah, it's like it's like they're not going to put the Pixies on TV because none of them are good looking, but they'll put Weezer on. Because they're adorable. They're adorable. Somewhere I have a stack of old carts, which are sort of like eight tracks that from radio, like what are you doing in the older days of radio. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a box full of people doing station IDs for me when I worked at K Rock. And one of them was Matt and Pat from Weezer. And they nice. do this whole ridiculous improvised song, which, by the way, I, I'm sure they did it a million times for everyone else. Too, and just inserted their names, but they—it's it's like this. My name is Matt. My name is Pat. Oh, we're from Weezer. Chris Hardwick is your host today. Like it's one of those. That's fun. My other favorite one was Bjork. This is Bjork, and you're listening to Chris Hardwick on uh, the world famous K Rock. How many times I, I want to listen to that. I want to listen to that. Doing it now. And yeah, find now. out that it's just Chris doing that <laughs> in the <laughs> studio. Oh, thanks for coming in, Bjork. It is my pleasure. If you ever get close to Chris, a human, I think you look great with your hair trip. Would you put on this bear head and let's go swimming with the mermaids? Hmm. I mean, the DVD copy of Mermaids I with Winona Ryder. <laughs> uh, and chair. 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 What do you intend to do with those? I don't know. I, I, I want to get them transferred. Uh, transfer them thrown out, right? Yeah, okay. but I don't know if they're still any good. There's a, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, there is a they do. There's a there's a degradation that happens to those, right? They're yeah, because they're just, taped. Yeah. yeah. So if they if they're affected by temperature or moisture, or whatever, it can totally fuck them up. They've been in a box. Uh, I just don't. I'd have Plus to that find that Bjork one. You came on so many times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I came on the covering of it, yeah, so yeah. the tape inside well, should have been fine. Good, good, good. I mean, I tried to you know s- squeeze in there a little bit. You should but, have like uh, unrolled the tape and started wrapping it around your dick. <laughs> no, no, no. You wrap it around your throat so you can get oh, that autoerotic association right. going. Right, on. right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. While thinking? watching. Dancer in the dark. Yeah, yeah, and Bjork is the sound you make when you're choke coming. Bjork. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give it up for that. That was great. <laughs> Stonewall that. Thank you for thank you for audience warming up, Matt. <laughs> hey, come on. Oh, that was great. That's right before I shoot my sugar cubes. Come on, guys. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's, that's a deep, that's a deep cut. Glinglo. Glinglo is great. Yeah, yeah. It's just that one album, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Glen Glow was just her in that, like, that what is it, like a four piece, you know? Yeah. Like a, like a cocktail band. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I liked it. Who did I hear? Someone someone I heard on Sirius did a cover of that, uh, the Sugar Cube song, the Hey. 
It's like the birthday. Um, yeah. Who, who did, the cover? did the cover of that? I don't know. Oh, it's probably just something they play on series. Like they came into the fishbowl one day and we got them to record this. Someone, That's someone... why I love those AV Club Undercover. Do you ever watch oh, yeah, it? Yeah, when they cover. God, yeah. I love those. The uh, I heard somebody the other day doing a, a cover of uh, Smashing Pumpkins 1979, which was pretty good. It was who a little more upbeat. I don't remember. That's the thing. That's the problem with these things. I'm sure Jake Fogelnest will know. I feel like he might have played it. Hey, Matt, settle down. I'm sorry. You got to warm him up better, Jonah. You know, I'm coming into a cold room here. You know, Matt needs to be warmed up before I come in here. Space I told him he's great. So <laughs> shooters, uh, Who, I me? know, but he doesn't. He never me. said that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. So, D and I oh, gosh, thinking about good. taking a trip to Ojai. Thinking about Japan. Oh, you should go to. Is Japan. that different than Japan? What you said, Japan. Japan. You should well, go to Japan. Japan. You guys would love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do that. No, no, no. I'm afraid a... you'll never come back if you go to Japan. I don't oh, know. It seems a bit over. Because you know me, I don't like like hectic cities. And so. Uh... <laughs> if you think Jonah is. Uh... Tall here. Well, yeah, you realize they're going to send. You realize they're going to send jet fighters to take you down because they're afraid you're going to be destroying the city. That's racist and offensive to me. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you're. No, I mean that, like most of the architecture in Hawaii was you know was was made for jet. What's people. wrong, Jonah? There aren't enough beer and underwear vending machines here in the United States. <laughs> I'm looking for more for my collection. Uh, no, no, it's just like we you know because we did Europe on the last trip and then we want to try like uh, I've never been to Japan yeah, uh, and I also want to I just want to see go. like temples and stuff. I want to see more of the rural stuff. And sure, I want to go to the robot fighting bars and casinos. Try and plan it if you can during the Trade Blossom, the big earthquake. Ooh, yeah, during that. Mm -hmm. It's coming. I I could either stay here and have a staycation earthquake. Um, That'd be awesome. I, yeah, I, but that's because I, 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 I started uh, going on Airbnb and just looking at like different neighborhoods, and it's just oh, in Tokyo, huh? Yeah, or, yeah. Well, I suppose anywhere really in Japan. Yeah, I, well, it's like yeah, there's all the, like you know, it's neat. Airbnb does a good job of just kind of like uh, like you put in a city, and they'll yeah. be like which you know which part of the city, and then you just kind of like touristy or uh, you know walkable stuff or you know restaurants or walkable. And right now, if you enter the promo code, no wait, they're not, yeah. they're not sponsoring us. Have they ever? No, they should though. Do they? they? Should. I don't think they care. You know what? They should because we could totally like when we go perform in another city, we can oh, be like, and you can use Airbnb if you want to come in town. And yeah. How do you? I don't. I've never used it. I'm, have you both? Used I almost it? used it once in Portland. Okay, but and the only reason that used it. No, but and the only reason that I didn't is because I found out. I thought I thought I was renting a house, and it turned out I was just renting a part of a house. Yeah, you got a really full look. place. So, you, know, you must have felt like you're getting a fucking great deal. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, there's other people. Yeah. Can't you just? Like can't that. you just buy? Portland, <laughs> pieces of it, yeah. yeah sure. It's very inexpensive. Uh, John, um, how's it? Like, explain to me who's never used it before. Uh, so you're renting someone's house, someone, someone not, someone's, someone's house, not someone's using using apartment. Uh, you apartment. can rent someone's room. You can rent someone's guest house. Okay, rent, uh, room and guest house. Some sort of like more. You can you can set the, yeah. so you can filter well, search results. But here's the thing. Here's my question for you. You say you rent someone's house. Mm -hmm. How do you get their key? Oh, you you set it up with them. You're in contact with them, and you uh, it's all like. Planned specifically for that person. Like one yeah. time when we stayed in Brooklyn, uh, the person just left the key at the bodega on the corner. So we yeah. went, we're like, hey, we're uh, Joan and Deanna. And they're like, oh, okay, here you go. And they go back and they give you the key and then you go in and they get in. But a lot of times they want to meet you so they can decide whether or not to turn on their streaming camera so they can watch you jerk off when you're not aware. It's oh, true. Is that a thing? Always want to turn it on for me. <laughs> um, Do you ever worry about that? It's really like, beautiful. We're going to someone's house. What if there's like a weird camera somewhere? Yeah. I feel like I'm good at. I would be okay. Like, it's cameras. like, you know, as much as. For their protection, it is for mine. <laughs> you know? I, uh, but but you don't it's, want anyone yeah. to see you throwing the D to the or, D. That's true. 
It's true. Day to day. But sometimes you just go there and you, you say, hey, I'm going to be showing up around this time. And then you get the key from them personally. Mm-hmm. And then you go and then they'll just be ready to go or they'll just meet you there and give you the key. What do they do? What do they do when this A happens? lot of people. So uh, when we stayed in Shoreditch in London, uh, the guy was just he would just stay with his girlfriend. He would just, oh, that's cool. And he would just uh, make like extra money that way. Uh, just he would stay with his girlfriend or um, other people. I feel like, like other people it, don't. Other people are just like rental property. Also, you just I feel don't. Like I'm inconveniencing whoever I'm going. No, to you're no, paying they the money. They sign up for it though. They sign up for it. I yeah, mean, it's it's and, and and you can stay. I mean, there's like good places that you can stay in for like you know fifty or a hundred bucks a night as opposed to you know two or three hundred bucks a night in a in a hotel. And it's it's a you know the app is really great and it's just I don't know. Damn, it's, they should sponsor this podcast. They, they should. kind of are. We're just not getting anything. But it's like you know you open up the the front page and it just will show you all these crazy fantasy places you can stay at. Fantasy like places. Jim Morrison homes. Oh, Jim Morrison <laughs> homes. Homes of famous painters. So you're just staying uh, everywhere on Laurel Canyon. Houses uh, of I, famous. I, painters. Ironically, that house has no doors. Wait. Come on, guys. Um, bungalow Japon uh, in the rice fields. Um, Should have warmed up the crowd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Underground homes. You can't homes. blame everything on that, Chris. He was in a band called The Doors. <laughs> See, there's like a, there's one in Chia, Colorado. I'm going to leave a, this room. What was your on. joke today? That Walk was on down the hall. <laughs> By the way. Jonah, I want to you kill were, you. You were right on the enlightening joke. You should have gotten way more for that. I should have gotten right? way more for that. Well, uh, we should. I, I, Weapon. I had a I had a I had a joke on the at midnight today that um, uh, Doug Benson would say laid an egg, which is uh, we showed this gif of uh, and we had people predict what was going to happen at the end of the gif and it was Dalai Lama, and at the end of the gif uh, he's someone has um, after effects like laser shooting out of his eyes. Yeah. And I said, uh, uh, you're enlightened now. Or something like, you know. That, some, that is technically the definition. That's, that, that's technically the definition of being enlightened. And yeah. uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Huh. Much like that. Yeah. 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 It was about yeah. the. No, no, I like the joke. I, I guess. Well, I, guess well, I mean, give him something. Don't I guess. Stonewall him on I that. didn't stonewall him. I, I laughed when you guys. Why didn't you warm up Jonah before I got here, man? <laughs> I'm just going to play Pong back and forth. Yeah. Like, why didn't you warm up each other? Um, I like that joke. Nah, I think that's a I Wittish, like I think, I think that's a Wittish shit funny as money kind of a joke. Yeah, yeah. well, it doesn't matter. I, liked I still it. think You should have gotten a little bit more respect. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, you can, you know, it is one of those things where it's. It's clever, so you would have to either like play it up for that. You know what I would have needed? Now I didn't know what that's what enlightened me. You know know the problem? You know what that that joke needed? A British accent. Yeah, yeah. that's what I call enlightenment. Like fucking, (laughs) they would have carried me out of the room. Well, if I'd been on QI, said that. Yes, had you been on QI, you needed to be in England. As we've learned, English accents don't do well on our show, (laughs) (laughs) or Australian accents. No, they do fine. No, wait, sorry, Reese was New Zealand. Yeah, he did great. He was fucking awesome, but I feel like the crowd didn't give him nearly what he deserved. Um, no, inve- I th- I, I'm I an adventurer, Chris. I thought they did. I totally thought they did. Maybe I just thought he was so much funnier than they did. Like I was dying laughing at him. You love an accent, though. I love. I love. Reese Darby makes me I laugh so fucking hard. And the fact that he just was playing up the entire episode as though he was an adventurer yeah. who stumbled oh, into the, the show. Yeah. Is this the internet? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm an adventurer, Chris. Uh, uh, and this is no, one I, want of my... to, I want to point out, I'm not a comedian. I'm an adventurer. <laughs> did he do, an adventurer. Did he so do funny. any sounds? <laughs> no. Was uh, it? He might have. Did you see him? Uh, Brett Jermaine, I booked a gig. Reese Darby and... Um, uh, Michael Winslow are doing a uh, no sound way. effects comedy show at SF Sketchfest. Are you fucking when kidding me? Did two it already happen? I don't know. You got to look at the schedule. I just remember seeing it. I know oh, it wasn't when I was. Shit! Gonna, What's not when I'm going to be there? So I just kind of. Oh, yeah. we need to cancel 
everything and go and watch go. that. Yeah. It's like the kings of sound effect comedy. <laughs> the kings of sound effect comedy. I'm not go. sure if that's what it's called, but it should be. Jesus, I can go see that. Yeah. I can go see Jesus do comedy. Now I'm a laser. <laughs> I remember the first time because I loved him so much on Fly the Concords, and I was like, I'm going to see what this guy's stand up's all about. And he's just like, Yeah, jetpack? Jetpack? And I was like, Whoa. It's funny. He's like making fun of sound effect comics. He's still doing set. So, an hour of sound effects. Good sound effects. And he's very fantastic. funny. But I yeah, can't, I can't. Oh man, that's not. I don't think that's the weekend we're there, and we're running around doing shows. I've never know? talked to anyone who uh, saw Michael Winslow in college and didn't love it. Oh, I bet he was great. I saw when I was in uh, middle school. I saw Carrot Top perform. It was fucking crazy awesome. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> I made things that look like other things. They made a joke about it. it I like Carrot Top. I think that. I think the poor guy just got a shitty rap because his name's Carrot Top. Yeah, I think so. I think he like you know too much of a character. But like the the things he makes are you know they're they're just jokes. He's delightful. He just makes j- physical jokes is all they are. I think I think a lot of people gave him shit just because his name sounded like a punchline without really well, saying whether or not Chris, yeah. his face didn't help. Well, you mean after he got all buff? Uh, is that what happened? Oh yeah, man. You know yeah. that's what happened. He got super ripped. I feel like his face was never the best. No, what, he was he a comedian? Yeah. <laughs> what do you look for in a comedian? I like a square jawline. He's got a square jawline now from all the weights. Oh. I, yes. feel like, I feel like you look like not as much of a... Jonah looks more like a comedian than you do. I, hey. I would agree with that. Yeah. Hey. What? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I would... <laughs> I set up the fact. I set up the reality. Don't ah! It's so funny because he looks like that. I know. If he didn't, it wouldn't be funny. (laughs) Oh, man. Look at him take a drink of that water. He drinks funny. (laughs) Stop making fun of it. (laughs) (laughs) Visual comedy on a podcast. (laughs) Oh, my God. I did Friday night. I went to... um, Friday night lights. I did not go to Friday Night Lights. Association, Matt. Thank you, Jonah. <laughs> association you. cherishes the word. Like, it's a meta association. That one wasn't free, though. <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs> what happened? Can't keep up. What happened? Up. Oh, up. Pixar's I'm a, up. I'm in a house uh, in a balloon. Hey, oh, describing the plot to Up. Yeah. Yes. Oh, 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 oh this is dogs. Oh, the house above a place, an old man, little fat boy. Little fat boy. Dog stock. What was that last one? Dog stock. Okay, good. Did you say dog's cock? Dog's talk. Oh, dog's talk. And dog's cock. Dog's talk. Well, he would say dog's cock, right? Um, I went. I hadn't been to the improv since they. Were, I haven't been to the improv in like a year and a half. Oh yeah, yeah. It's memory. all. So I hadn't been like a year and a half. Chloe went to a, a convention over the weekend in Portland, and uh, and so Friday night I found myself with just like oh I don't know I don't feel like do, sitting in, sitting at home. So I just you know called, called the improv and go like, can I can I yeah. jump on tonight? And I texted you and said do you want to go? And you got sick, but. Um, <laughs> But I Weird, went, I was, uh, and it was like the fucking old day. It was like, um, it was amazing. First of all, they've completely redone the improv. Yeah, they have that new lounge. There's a lounge, and then they're opening a restaurant in front. Yeah. That, you know, I think the thinking is this gourmet barbecue place is going to bring in. I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if that's the comedy audience that's going to go get the gourmet bar- barbecue food, but it looks good. Bring in even more confused But patrons. it's really nice. It's really nice inside. It's yeah. really, really nice inside. And so uh, I hopped on the 10 o'clock show, but I got there at the tail end of the 8 o'clock show, which was Jackie Cation, um, Chip Pope, Howard Kramer, Laura House, Jennifer oh. McLean. Jennifer uh, McLean. Yes, Jennifer Aaron McLean. Lee was there. Oh, Aaron Lee. Uh, and then and the 10 o'clock show was uh, 
me and Morgan Murphy and um, April Richardson. Oh, fun. And then this, uh, this really funny British comic who, when he was on stage, I was like, I feel like he's probably more famous in England than, yeah. than here. And he was really funny. What was his name? Jack Whitehall. Sounds familiar. Well, he's... I looked him up on Twitter. He's got like two and a half million followers, and he was tweeting about how his tickets just went on sale for the O2. Oh like, shit! Oh, okay, okay. He is, a, and he's also like twenty four years old. Yeah. Um. But uh. But I. But I just. I got the seeing suspicion because I saw. I guess we have the same agent, so I saw a bunch of guys from CAA there. I'm like, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, these guys doing here. Like, Where to see you, Chris? <laughs> uh, oh, why did you leave before my set? Oh, well, I, I saw you. Gotta go. Gotta go now. What's the problem? But he was great, and room was packed. It was a Jeremy Burke show. Oh yeah, yeah. What's that one? Refried Fridays. It's not Refried Fridays. Laugh Village. Laugh Loud Village. Village. Loud Village. Village. Loud Village. But the room was packed. The show was great, and it was super, super fun. So now I feel like I want to do more drop-ins at the Improv. Well, yeah, it's a, it, they're doing a lot of good stuff there. The guys there have been really making an effort to have different types of shows and giving people that, nights to do whatever they want. Yeah, like, I you, mean, like Allie and George are doing their podcast there it, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, really great room to go to and then it kind of went through this period where it wasn't like it, it kind of fallen into I didn't really 2000 know what and what like I think 8 to 2003 8 to 2004 like 2002 2003 2004 it was really cool they basically would do they would basically just theme comics like theme mm. so like the early show on the weekends would be like more road comics and the late shows would be more alternative comics yeah. and so more alternative comics and so it I don't know. It just like felt like a, there was a reason to hang out there. Like clubs, all your friends were there. And yeah. Like no, I did a show there recently. It was Brendan Small uh, had a night, and he had a band with him, like really talented guys. And you know, people, he was doing songs with them. And then like I went up and like did you know bits with all the different you know members of the band, and then like did a song at the end of it. It was a, it was a lot of fun. That's he awesome. did Captain Mustache. Cool. <laughs> That's fantastic. We're gonna we're, we should do more shows at the Improv. I mean, only of course when the Nerd Melt showroom is sold out. Of course, you know, then is. you want to go over. Well, I mean, yeah. so Wednesday nights, right? We're all free. <laughs> God damn it. Um, oh, I saw a documentary. Okay, uh, yeah, you did. Good old Frida. Anyone watch that yet? Oh, you know, it's popping up and it's uh, telling me to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No. It's, it's about the Beatles' uh, secretary. <gasps> She's like the one person that like never. Decided to make money off of her association with the Beatles. Uh, she's still a secretary, uh, but it's just about it's just all about her and just how she was a fan, seeing him in the uh, what was it that place, the cavern. cavern? Yeah, she would just see him all the time, and then like, uh, and then um, you know the the, the fifth Beatle, Pete Best. <clears throat> nope, Stu Sutcliffe. Nope, Brian George, Epstein. Yes, George, George Martin. Uh, Epstein. Sorry, Brian Epstein, their Epstein. manager. Yes. Um, yeah, he was. Uh, he was like, he's like, hey, we need a like a secretary for the office. Would you want to do it? She's like, sure. And so it's like the whole story of her and going through like the years of the Beatles. That's and cool. How the work just is she for the fan club. She didn't really think about it when she put down the address for the fan club mail. So she put her home address. Oh no! And, her, and like and like it was like the first week. Like they got like you know like forty pieces of mail, and her dad freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then it gets like he died under a pile. Yeah, of mail. yeah. Like it, well, he's, he's still there. And he was a bit, he was a bit right to be concerned because, like, he's like, I can't, I don't know where the bills are amongst all this other mail. Also, people probably just showed up. Uh, no, they didn't have any stories of that happening. No. Oh, well, also, watch it then. if you yeah. can't find the bills, 
in that in 1964, you can't pay the bill. You, oh, yeah. you can't go on your. You couldn't just go online. <laughs> yeah. No, couldn't do it. Couldn't they had modems. No, couldn't modems? do that either. Uh, it's funny. So I just on, on on our obscure media. I just found this <laughs> this three and a half minute documentary from the 70s. Well, not a documentary. It's more like a, a news piece about the dangers of platform shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going around to all these British people. It was just like. Well, personally, I don't think they're safe at all. <laughs> you know, it's like it's the, has Lauren well, seen these? They're fashionable, aren't they? They just they're fashionable. You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna show it to Chloe because she loves wearing giant. She likes to pretend that she's taller than I am, and and if she were, I'd be fine with that. By but the she's way, not alarmingly not taller than Chris. Yeah, she's like she's an inch shorter. Is she? Like when yes. I saw her going through security, like I don't know where the fuck we were, but yeah. I was like, she's like what five, happened? She's like five nine. Wow. But her man. heels would make you think, lead you to believe that she's like six feet tall. I don't like heels. I don't even well, think you she's don't have to wear them. No, I know, but I don't like seeing a girl and I just feel bad. Oh my god, it was so... She can't walk in flat... She cannot walk in flat shoes very well. We, she's was... so used to heels, she cannot... I was... That's gonna, like, cause problems later in life, isn't it? Oh yeah. I was, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's the oh yeah of like uh, oh I've had the conversation. <laughs> I was spine problems, internal organ problems, yeah, yeah. foot problems. I was in uh, I was in Pasadena over the weekend at uh, at uh, the have you ever been to the Himalayan restaurant in Pasadena? No, it's like off Colorado Boulevard. Uh, Everything is off Colorado Boulevard. Yeah, good point. It was on Fair Oaks. Local jokes, uh, get you. local work. But, Blame uh, uh, Allie Ward and I were there, and I looked out the win- out, out the window, and there were seven girls that might have been twenty to twenty five years old, all in stilettos, but in jeans and like looking incredibly uncomfortable, all going into Wakano. Oh, <laughs> that's funny! It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. And then there was one that was in flats, who was like way more comfortable and in the lead, and like. Just like the she leader not of the having group. it. She's she like, I don't know what to do. They're having a night. They look so. Night out I just don't understand it. Like, I don't know how. I, I don't know how people walk in those. I don't, don't get we it. Don't, we don't have to. You don't have to. I don't get it. I get uncomfortable when I put like a heel on, like a boot. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Unless it's like a Cole Han, which makes should, a nice sole. I think we should bring back the Captain Fantastic platform shoes. They look like you know, just regular shoes, but then like you know. Giant platforms. You, you probably uh, don't need that, Jonah. No, 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 no. Well, if there's some kind of shoe that can drive itself into the earth more so, yeah, yeah, so I can just be shorter wherever I go. Would you, do you want to be shorter, though? I want to be two inches shorter. <laughs> That's not, I'm not asking for much. <laughs> I just, like, you know, since, uh, since I started, like, you know, working out and, and trying to get in shape, like, I stand up a bit straighter now, and now I've realized that I hit my head on most doorways. And uh, you're going to Japan. Japan, where it's going to be Ra- real obvious. Robert Downey Jr. He had the uh, this you know the company that makes lifts for your shoes. He wears a three inch lift when he's doing. It's Tony Stark. Really? Yeah. yeah. Three inch lift in the shoe. It's the biggest lift they make. Wow. How you tall can is order he? it on Amazon. I think he's five eight, five nine. Really? Yeah. So he's got to be at least six feet tall to be uh, to be Tony Stark. Well, he doesn't have to, but that's what he likes to do. Because I mean, when you're standing around like Mark Ruffalo and like. You know, other people in that movie are tall, and you're just staring at them because they're so. Yeah, you're like, oh my god, that's that's Tim Hiddleston, Tom 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 Hiddleston, Tom Tom. Who's Tim? Tim Hiddleston. (laughs) There you go. Tim Hiddleston is Tom Hiddleston. Tim Hiddleston, monstrous adopted brother, is. uh, Yeah, I don't know. I've only seen the one movie with him in it, Avengers. The, the one movie. I've never like seen. One the, of the biggest I haven't movies. seen the Thors. He's great. Hiddleston's great. He's the best the, part of the uh, Thors. 
He he really is. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the Thors. I haven't seen the Captain America. There's two of those now. One of those. Yeah, there's Captain North America and Captain South America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain Central America. It's just a short film. What else haven't I seen? <laughs> it got rid of all of its special skills to focus on education. <laughs> Are there other Marvel movies I haven't seen? That's a good sociopolitical joke that yeah. sailed by everyone. <laughs> Costa Rica got rid of its military budget to focus on education. Really? Yeah. How'd it work out? They're, they're educated people. I guess it worked out pretty well. That's pretty good. Did it? I don't know. Exactly. I, I've been there. It's nice. Okay. You should go. I can't. Why? I have to stay here. Aww. What if another Thor comes out? <laughs> you won't see it. Oh, good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be totally fine. When are you going to go to Japan? I don't know. We're looking. We're trying to think of uh, maybe do like early April. Nice. So that's when uh, Dee's done working on Cosmos. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then... She's yeah. working on the Neil deGrasse Tyson Cosmos program? Has been for a while, yeah. She's never mentioned this to me. She plays planet Saturn. Yes. So she puts on a, like, a she's ring. She's just this like, big. Oh, she goes, oh! <laughs> oh I have yeah. so many moves! <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so she... Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She's Joan, of course, on. is a gas giant. Come on, you motherfucker! <laughs> ask planet the wife. It's true, ask the wife. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it can't help from fun. I'm not solid matter. Yeah. Space jokes. Yeah. Spacey yeah, space sure jokes. Yeah. I think that'll be really great. I'm jealous. I'm so... I really, Are you, though? Really, really, well, I want to go to Japan. Oh. I want to go to Japan. I want to go to Reykjavik. I, I thought you were jealous. You know what? We've been talking about Cosmos. going to Reykjavik. It looks fucking awesome. Yeah, there's a friend of ours, uh, Sam and Aaron. They went to uh, they went to Iceland, and there's this uh, sp- like sp- like hot springs. Sputnik. Uh, that you can go to, and it's just... Uh, we looked at pictures. It's a whole spa place that's around these hot springs, and it's just turquoise blue water surrounded by ice that you just get oh, in and just yeah, like chill yeah, out. I've in. seen that. I've seen that. Yeah, it looks incredible. And it's apparently not that expensive. We... Um, I, Chloe and a bunch of her friends went to uh, this Korean spa a couple weeks ago called We Spa. Oh, oh yeah, we yeah, spa. yeah, 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 yeah. Emily We're loves familiar. that place. Emily yeah. loves it. Pete Holmes is a big fan. He is a big fan? Yeah. This is surprising to me. I went, and it was awesome. Like, there's a floor where you just sort of chill out in your, in your Wii Spa suit, which are, like, shorts and a T-shirt, and then you can Just go, get me a terry roll, cloth. You can roll around in hot rocks and stuff, and, it's, and the yeah. food's really good. Powder blue um, terry cloth. But there's so much dong in the men's room. Like, just dudes just fucking... Donging it out. Donging it out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just, like, every kind of person naked. Yeah. yeah. Old men, kids, people, just so comfortable with just... Be, and and I, I, I don't... Have you not been in a sauna? I mean, that's pretty much what it's like in a sauna. Yeah, but I don't, I don't fucking... Or a Russian I bath? I don't, I don't take it bath. out. I don't take it out. There's Russian baths, too. But isn't it the Turkish bath? Yeah, it is a Turkish bath. There's know. probably some Russian ones, too. I'm sure there is. There's one on fucking uh, well, I mean, Monica Boulevard. Now, listen. James Bond has a fight in one in a Russian bath, so you're right. Okay? You're right, Joe. Well, I just want you to know that. You're not really, wrong. <laughs> Sorry we shut you fight, down. Yeah. I just said there was also Sorry probably... <laughs> I was on your side. <laughs> to be fair, Jonah, your tone was entirely informational. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. I just don't feel comfortable in the in the with just the widespread nudity. Yeah, but yeah, if everybody's no, no dicks out. Then what do you got to be uncomfortable about? I don't. It's not that I'm uncomfortable. It, it is that I'm uncomfortable. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I just feel weird about it. it just, I don't. I don't dig it. I don't care. I don't dig it either. Yeah. Whatever. I'm gross. Look at me if you want. <laughs> so like, it doesn't damn. matter. It doesn't matter. Wanna, I just want to get everybody hard, you know, looking at this body. Yeah. Are you being me or are you being you? I'm being... <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'll be in some fictional guy. You know, you know how embarrassed I'll be if I'm walking in the locker room naked and some guy just walks by and goes, points. Like, I'll be so, <laughs> I'll be so no embarrassed. No one in there yeah. has seen At Midnight, yeah, yeah. I guarantee you. Uh, you know, I always worry about like walking around naked in one of those places and the guy goes, it is in the back. <laughs> <laughs> how would you, why would you even, <laughs> Andy <laughs> Kindler, <laughs> why would you? Your dick is in the back. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I just, I just, uh, I don't know. There's a certain type of dude who's just like grew up in, I don't know. I, I when I was in grade school, it was not really a thing to like gym class was not you know like there was not a lot of nudity in the. Well, I, we were on a Boy Scout trip in Gettysburg. Uh, Virginia. Are you about to reveal something really crazy? Well, <laughs> it could have been had I decided. Like, it was just like, we had to, like, we were at the Y, and we had to shower at the Y, because we were staying on a campground. Four and seven dogs. So we all had to shower on the Y, at the Y, and then, like, I was just, like, conceptually, I was so confused by the fact that the adult males were just going for it. Like, they were just naked. Around all the kids? Around all the kids. Yeah, that's weird. I was like, this is crazy. And then my dad was one of the scout leaders, and then he's like, well, everybody else is dead. He's like, I was in the army. I don't care. So then he goes ahead, drops trow, and then I go, well, if you, I'm going to go because I have no desire to see your weird penis. I assume it's weird. I never got okay, to see good, it. Okay, good. Okay, good. You ever saw your dad's dick? I avoided that. Oh, Why yeah. would I want to see that? No, it's not that you want it. It's just that you end up doing it as you're growing up. I didn't. You never saw your dad's dick. it's in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, that wasn't necessary. That wasn't necessary. I don't know why I said that. Was that was completely Nessa. No. Don't tell me. No, it was not Nessa. <laughs> it was Nessa. No, no, no. I didn't. To be fair, it could have been in your butt. I don't know why I'm making these shows. You can turn around that much. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that is genuinely Stonewall with that dad putting the dick in your mouth. Joe, you fucking General Stonewall over here. <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah. I don't like what you insinuated. I didn't like the image. Yeah, but if you just take you out of the equation, no sir, I don't it's like my it. dad with a dick in someone else's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> There's no part of the equation I like. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, the Joker likes it. Listen, listen to Kyle. <laughs> you did a Joker cackle there a second ago. Yeah. You're supposed to stop laughing that and was say... Jo- that was a Joker's uh, like, like underling. <laughs> you got him, boss. The Batman. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're anyway, so, please, no, please continue your story. I thought it was a crazy situation. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even remember how. I might have been 12, 13. This is like 96, 95. And I avoided the whole thing, and I just was like, "I gotta." I, gotta, I don't blame you. I gotta not be. Over Last here. time I was in a, a like a you know locker room shower, I was probably five years old, and I slipped on some soap and just went right back and knocked my head on the floor. On the f- oh god! Uh, and I, my head, the back of my head is like fucked up now because of it. It's That's like if you feel it, it's do you just really. Like, is it really? Yeah, you want to feel it? It's there's yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> I do. Oh my god. Jonah, that's not good. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's from falling when you were five? Yeah. Just crack. Do you, Qu- it, yeah. Do you think that's from falling when you were five, or is it like... Being dropped. Just like a thing that happened before you were five, and you just associated the, the two incidents? Uh, don't remember it being there. Ex- well, you never felt... You never would have felt the back of your head like that. You don't touch your body? Well, I do, obviously, in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just like... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 
Eh, if you ever shave your head, are you gonna? Is it gonna be like? A, no, it doesn't. Like it, it, the skin goes over it. Oh, okay. Like the one time I shaved my head, like it just, it doesn't. You can't see it. We all. Made when that. did you shave we your all head? Made that mistake uh, at some I was, point, right? I was still in high school. You shaved your head? I did it once. Yeah, I'll never do it again. Really? How come? Divots. <laughs> I look like a is fucking. Your, is your head a pitching putt? I go from uh, being, you know, reasonably uh, normal looking. To sh- if you sh- if I shave Which, my head, uh, what are we talking about here? Face, just uh, my face. Okay, I don't. <laughs> That's why you know I don't shave my head because I'm a big guy and like a, you just. Immediately, oh, Kyle probably attests. It's like you shave your head, or well, you're a big guy, you, and you're just like, oh, look at this bruiser. If you yeah. why I don't wear me. boots. Like, oh. it's like, here's the thing that's weirding me so out. Like, I feel like <laughs> as I lose the weight, my head's staying the same size. Like, I feel like my head is fucking enormous. And it's terrifying. That's what's funny. Uh, Asterios Kokonos was just saying that. He's like, I've lost, uh, like, he's like, I've lost so much weight. And it's the only thing that is revealed is that I have a fat face. <laughs> but your face doesn't look as round to me. My face is not, I mean, it's not as round, but I feel like my head's Basically, fucking huge. You just have a head. I just, it's huge. Beard. It's still a size eight. I still have a fucking size eight, which is the biggest fitted hat you can get. It's like an orange on a toothpick. I don't think, I think it'll probably, I think it'll all even out. It doesn't look Once that way. Once you go through puberty, guys, seriously. I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> For a bigger dick. <laughs> what? In your mouth? Oh, that gets bigger, too, when you lose weight. That's the fun Yeah, 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 yeah. No one tells you that. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah it gets yeah, bigger. Yeah. When you lose weight, it just starts to uh, seem bigger. Yeah, it's like, whoa, hey, yeah, yeah. buddy. In, in but it's all just like, because or, of the... Or like, does some of the weight just like... Leap no, into no it's in, perspective. In, it's perspective. I mean, obviously, it's like... I mean, I always describe it as like, you know, if you shove a pole in the ground and start filling dirt around it, of oh, course, yeah. the pole's going to look smaller. So it's, it's like the same amount of tonnage, but just a different... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can get deeper. So in it, your dad, <laughs> not mine. You'd have oh, to have a shovel. That was the real. That was the weirdest. Kind I of can fail. make those jokes. He's my dad, and I can make dead dad jokes if I want. First of all, if I were to exhume your father, I would use a backhoe. Yeah. Oh my god! And he's the guy that would know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, has anyone started watching Helix yet? No. No. I, I need. Uh, I want to see Helix. And I want to see. Uh, I haven't watched True Detective yet. I, I, they sent that to me on the DVD. Started, on the uh, DVD? On the DVD. I started yeah. watching True Detective. Digital versatile yeah. disc. Yes. And also, a friend of mine has a copy of uh, Alpha Papa, the uh, Alan Partridge movie. Oh, nice. And apparently it's just nonstop one of the funniest movies ever. God damn it. When does that come out? In America, I think it comes out like in the summer. Oh, there's no release date yet. But it's out in England. No so I think yet. you can get a, if you have the all-region player. And the, uh, and the, the, the other thing I'm looking forward to is The uh, Long Way Down. The Nick Hornby book they've turned into a movie. Aaron Paul's in it. Pierce Brosnan's in oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's done. The movie's done. I think it's coming out in England. There's no release date here that yet. That yeah. boing you heard was Kyle getting a boner. I love Nick Hornby. I know. I just saw your Oh, I love Nick Hornby, too. Oh. That book's all right. That book is an exercise in him going, like, look at how many narrative structures I can write in one book. He does. He, that's his thing. Which so thing is that Ben Folds the Cornby collaboration collabo? It's good. It's yeah. good. But the thing with Nick Hornby, his little trick is he did this thing where like he wrote Fever Pitch, which is his own narrative. It's his memoir. Then he writes uh, High Fidelity, which is my favorite book and my favorite movie, uh, which is great. It's all from Rob's point of view. No problem. Top five Nick Hornby movies. <laughs> you could do that if you yeah. wanted to. I like the Colin Firth Fever Pitch. Mm-hmm. The Jimmy Fallon one is. Uh, Number two? Even, I can't even get down. Oh, okay. okay. I can't even get down far enough. But the... Um, Jimmy Fallon, the TV show host? Yeah, yeah TV he show host. Andrew Barrymore did a Fever Pitch movie, movie called Fever Pitch. Yeah. He was an actor? 
<laughs> the actor? I suppose Jane Wyman was the co-star. I suppose Jane Wyman was his announcer. Uh, but yeah, and then he does this thing in uh, in uh, about a boy, which is uh, which is now turned into a TV show on NBC, which was a good movie with Hugh Grant, not Hugh Jackman, where he does the narrative of a twelve-year-old and the narrative of the Hugh Hugh Grant character, then. What he does is uh, How to Be Good, which is about a couple uh, that's going through some shit, and then he does a couple narratives there. But then in A Long Way Down, it's four different people from four different walks of life, and it's each, you know, every chapter flips who's telling the story. Oh, so oh it's he, one of those. He's like, he likes to sort of go like, look, I can write like a, I'm a 16-year-old girl. Oh. And then he did this thing, he did Slammed, which is a uh, young adult novel, which is why you can't find it. If you look in the regular Nick Hornby section, uh, where he uh, does the whole thing as a as like a thirteen year old thirteen year old kid, something like that. There, but anyway, he does that a lot. That's yeah, what he likes to you're do. You're listening you know to what? Nickheads, the Nick Hornby yeah. podcast. Jared Grody, who's about a Nick great comic and writer in Los Angeles, he wrote this thing called uh, I think it was Sarah Ching's blog. Yeah, where he it's from the point of view of a sixteen year old Asian girl. Yeah, and it's at first it's like really cutesy and just all these you know things uh, she's posting about stuff. And then slowly she like talk, starts talking about how her friends are getting into some weird stuff. And, and then it becomes this really intense, dark story about like her friends getting her involved in this kind of drug situation. And one of the friends – it's just a, this incredible thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared Grody's a fucking great writer. Yeah. He's really yeah, funny. He's, I used to love watching him do stand-up, but he just doesn't really do it anymore. No, no. I just, he's so funny. People who buy Britney Spears albums are basically saying money is too heavy to have a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> that was this one. It was a uh, ca- Cadillac, dinosaurs in the tank and behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I just got, I just got, I just got my mama Cadillac. Oh yeah, I saw her driving out. She's yeah, so she's a dinosaur. Oh, What'd you get her? You're gonna try to have sex with her the way Matt's gonna have sex with my deceased father. Him? Whoa, whoa, whoa! If we're picking, oh, I see a parent for each sister wife. If we're picking, I'll take your mom. Oh, uh, okay. All right. You take that, bro? <laughs> I'm not gonna take it. <laughs> uh, he called shotgun. Yep. What uh, what'd you get her? Okay, the SRX. The SRX. That's the great. That's great. She loves it. It's a good car. SRX. That's the way to go. What color? She likes white. I do not particularly like white on a car, but she loved this like pearly I like white, white on a car. I like white on a car. Yeah, it's a good. It's good. It's clean. It's, clean it's nice. Looking. It's nice and clean. Yeah, it's the in color right now for cars. Yeah, I, what it was, kind of car are you gonna buy your mom? Oh, I don't know. One that works probably. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Oh, speaking of cars, I just got a title in the mail. I Congratulations own on my owning car. the Honda. Yeah. Five years. You know what it's time to do? Get into some more debt. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah. It is a weird feeling, though, that just that, that monthly... It's gone. Just gone. Now I own the thing. Yeah. Now I'm waiting for it to break. I'm waiting for it to just start falling apart. But it's a Honda, so it'll be fine. You're going yeah. to hang on to it? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It, I always these, think about you... Uh, when I think about you know how I always like to get a new car every couple of years or whatever, mm-hmm. which is completely unnecessary, and I shouldn't probably do that. But then I always think about you with the Honda, and I go, I bet Jonah's just going to drive that Honda. He's fucking fine. It's a great car. It's a great, great car. It's I love really it. It runs well. It it fits me. Um, He's happy. I enjoy it. I'm Why good. can't we be happy like Jonah? <laughs> I, I you know I I am I am mostly happy. It's just when it comes to cars, it's just fun to have a. Yeah, it's just fun right? to drive a new car every couple of years. <laughs> no, no, no! Don't get me wrong. I, you know, like 
you know, I'll, I'll see uh, like a Volkswagen or something like that. Uh, and Aim I'll, high. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. To me, that is high. Chris. Uh, <laughs> thanks for uh, making me feel like a poor piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You poor piece of shit. Yeah. I just bought my mother a Cadillac. Yeah. I, was, I was trying to be like, you know, something fancy like a hey, BMW. You know, the oh. lease is up my, uh, on my $117,000 yeah. base price, Jaguar. Yeah. Nice Sears suit, you piece of shit. <laughs> It's like you when John Hamm made fun of my jacket. Uh, do you have any fucking, you know how many suits I got uh, in my trunk of my jacket? Not that many. It's a small trunk. When, when John Hamm made fun of his jacket. That's exactly the same just, feeling. It I just broke had. him inside a little bit. It broke him inside. Uh, well, the worst was like he says it out loud to everybody, and then Jonah's to, horrible jacket. Go to commercial. And he's like, I have like the same looking jacket. <laughs> To you, one on one. Yeah, you totally threw you under the bus. That was yeah. a right into the ham bus. Yeah, that ham good, bus. That was a good episode. That was fun. The Nerdist TV show. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't referring to this. I wasn't so quickly judging this. <laughs> the um, BMW's got a cool hybrid coming out. The i8. Well, you know what I'm waiting for is the Volvo Coupe that they have done the concepts of that mm-hmm. is traveling around the auto shows right now. I really yep. like a Volvo. Yeah, Audi's too douchey. Sorry. Audis are not douche. I mean, fuck yes, they are. So is your Jaguar. No, it's not. Come on. It's fringe douche. It's fringe douche. It's fringe douche. Come on. It's fringe. It's fucking fringe. The Audis are not. The Audis are really nice. The Audi, here's the, here's here, the Audi. I find the Audi, the BMW. I'm sorry. I, I think douchey is like. I think douchey is Escalades when you're and get, Rolls Royces. It's when you're when you're getting into like Bentleys or like you know. Oh well, you're in a different socioeconomic class. Like than the a rest Vanquish, of us. I think is kind of a douchey car. It's a gorgeous. The, well, the, it's a fine car to have if you have. It's not your main daily driver. You don't want to. Right. You don't want to run around with a Vanquish. But if the car works. The car I mean, works. if you drive it, if you, you drive it, I feel like if you drive no. an, if you drive an R8, that might be kind of douchey. You see, I disagree. It's a. I think it's. A cool I disagree. Car, I find the S4, the S5, and the S7. Those are the douchey ones, because those are the fucking people who try to be like, oh, you know, I can't really. Afford. You know which one I hate? The SS. Can't really. Afford. Oh, <laughs> oh the, they're the worst uh, kind the of worst. Germans. That's the worst. <laughs> um. <laughs> no. Is that the sound of a car? <laughs> No, but it's like, the sound of a new Volkswagen. Uh, see? It's coming! It's coming around the thing. I'm not gonna get a new car. The car's working great. Get a GTI. I'm not gonna get anything. All right, fine. the fit is get a go for for a rabbit or no. uh, they don't make the Volkswagen Rabbit actually has a place to stimulate the clitoris and the vagina and <laughs> yes, <laughs> Come on, just like the rabbit. Yep. Wow. But, uh, Wait for you to pull out your Hitachi material. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wang Computers, really? <laughs> hey, Lowell, Massachusetts, own Wang Computers. I, I've been desperately trying to find a Wang computer shirt. They started in Wang. We have one at the funeral home that still has all old funeral home records on it. An old Wang that they spent $17,000 on in like Gross. 1980s. Old Wang? <laughs> well, it's a funeral home. There's an old Wang in the funeral <laughs> home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, downstairs in the, uh, where the caskets are, where the overflow is. Oh, overflow? We got caskets, caskets coming out of yeah. our ears. It's where the showroom is, and then, you know, we keep a little extra, just in case. Just in case. Just in case uh, of a bus accident. Okay, sure. Yeah, of course. I don't, I don't know why we'd get all the funerals from the same bus accident. Just in case there's a tense scene in a horror movie where a kid has to hide in one of the caskets. And <laughs> <laughs> a killer is yeah. trying to search through all of them. No, nope. nope, not in here. Get out of here. Oh, well, I guess yeah. I'll leave. There was only one left. God damn it. Why didn't we have overflow? <laughs> <laughs> we heard that noise and then left. Uh, 
Yeah, the uh, I, I don't know. I, I like the I like the S five when I had. I thought it was pretty pretty cool. It's okay, pretty snazzy. But there's a, there's like it's like I associate it with like um, you know bankers, like a banker's car. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know what's next. I know you got a big decision to Tesla. make. I like the Teslas, but, but what's happening? Know. Tom drives one, and, and Chelsea drives one. drives one, and Al drives one. Yes, very successful, well-off people. I don't mind that other people <laughs> that also care about Tesla. the environment. Hang on, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't care for that. You don't think so? The only guy I know that drives a Volvo. Well, me and Joe Farrell. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't uh, haven't decided yet. What are you thinking, Maserati? I no, looked. I, I looked like at the it. Gran Turismo. Looked yeah. at the Gran Turismo. The problem with the problem with the uh, the Maserati. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Harwick will now relate to no one. <laughs> Doctors know what I'm talking about. Yeah. As I listen to this podcast on my gold iPod, I... <laughs> my like relate the to the diamond-crusted earbuds of one Christopher <laughs> H.Q. Hardwick. Finally, a podcast that speaks to me, <laughs> a billionaire. The intro was just money falling on the ground. As I, as I sat weeping in my fisker. <laughs> Come on, guys. You know what? I, you know, I've had periods where I was completely broke. Well, I happen to be working it, a lot. Now it's fun to get snazzy cars. It's great. And the thing is, I think I have a good, healthy attitude about snazzy things, which is it doesn't really... You know, like if Chloe's like, oh, I bumped your door on the thing. I'm like, I don't give a shit. It's a fucking car. Like, yeah, it's a thing. Exactly. I don't care. It's a thing. I'm the same way. How um, long does it take you... After that happens, and she tells you till you say that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like a refractory period. Yeah. <gasps> it's just a thing. It's not a thing. It's just a car. Process, 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 process. I can't breathe. It's, it's just a car. <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> I'll let it slide because you were born in the late 80s. <laughs> well, you know what? Not so bad. Hey, you know what I found out I've today? I've talked to humans born in the late 90s recently. Yeah. yeah. And I found out today, uh, Generation X is 61 to 81. Yep. We missed it, buddy. Yeah. We both missed it. Yeah. We went, no, no, no. Millennials, 83 to now. So you're in the middle So there. there's no Y? There's no Generation Y? Apparently, there's no Generation Y. If there was one, it would, I guess, be 1982, which is the year I was born. Jonah, your Generation Y not. Yeah, yeah. generation. Isn't that weird though? You look up the generation, like for millennials and Generation X, because they like apparently that's what they're just they're the Generation Y or whatever it was. So gonna the baby be. boomers, <clears throat> but Y turned into millennial. Yes, yeah. now it's like they, now they're just saying, "Oh, that's millennial." Now they're but I tend them to go feel back. like I'm an old soul guy, so I really feel like a baby. Boomer. Well, I think there should be like you know if you were in soul. like already past puberty and then the internet came out. I feel like a millennial is not born in 81 because that would make a millennial 33. So that doesn't feel right to me. Yeah, no, 83. They're saying I'm a millennial. Yeah, because you're born in 83. You're not a millennial. I don't think so. Yeah. Kyle's. I'm 87. You're, you're a closer to millennial. You're born after Back to the Future. You're a millennial. Yeah. You might be a millennial. If you, you were born don't remember not having the internet. If you were only alive during the last two Back to the Futures. <sighs> if you looked up to Saved by the Bell, you, you might, might be, be a millennial. millennial. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I missed the Saved by the Bell thing. I didn't give a shit about it. I never watched it. It's not, not true, because I did. You did? I watched it. I, I would say millennials. It. it was on when we were children. Millennials are 86 and later. It was I totally missed it. Kids. So your shorts? You missed 
So your shorts I watched. Same fucking thing. <laughs> Same time. So your shorts better. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, good. Sure. Cool. But it was like, uh, it was like 88 like, or 7 is it. when. I didn't watch it because I just yeah. didn't like. He... Oh. What? 89? Yeah. Miss Bliss, what the fuck is that? That was the that was what it was called before when it was uh, uh, Haley Mills was the uh, main person of the show. Oh my god, that's terrible! Yeah. What did she die of? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that's that's funny. That that's how um, that's how head of the class head of the class started. Now, now this is the difference between millennials and... I remember Head of the Class. So Head of the Class started the class. as a sitcom that was supposed to revolve around H-H. Howard Hessman. And then it became more about the kids. And then yeah. he was like, well, fuck it. I'm leaving. And yep. then Billy, Billy Connolly came over. in. Everybody. That's right. And then, you know, Dan Schneider, Brian Robbins. <clears throat> Dan Schneider, of course, who created iCarly and all of the surrounding shows, all that. All those. Brian Robbins, who... Was very handsome. And I got his autograph once. Started, World uh, of Wheels. Awesomeness TV. It was Brian Robbins' company, the YouTube channel, Awesomeness TV. And then made a bunch of... Made a bunch of those movies. He did. Brian Robbins produced. Um, what was the Keanu Reeves movie with the the, the kids playing baseball? Oh, hardball. Yeah, Hardball. That was a that was a Tol- that was a Tolan Robbins movie. You want to see Forty Seven Rodent? No, <clears> I want to see. It looks things. Fun. I want to see it too. Looks fun. You want to yeah. see it? Not yeah. a lot of people want to see it. Yeah, I'll see it. Yeah, I'll watch that. Very fun. Dragon the arc light and see Fucking it. lady turns into a dragon. I'm all all about that. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why I'll not? go. I mean, it looks like a Keanu Reeves fighting and some Japanese being spoken, and why not? Yeah. Why not? It's everything we loved about The Matrix. Oh, did you guys see... Uh, Without being the last two Matrix You're next movies. yet? No, no, you love that movie. God, I'm just thinking about it all the time. It's great. Oh, I was thinking in my head, I was thinking he had said that. You saw it on a plane? Yeah, no, I watched it when I was uh, at, I was at the a hotel. hotel. I was sick, right, that's yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, it was great. You're next. Yeah. Next. Yeah, because I, 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 I thought the campaign around it sort of made it look like, oh, it's one of those movies. But you said it's actually really good. Yeah, it's it's very it's uh, very smart, very aware of itself. Uh, you know, um, just like you. Mm, mm. Um, and it's uh, yeah, it's great. I liked it a lot. I was very surprised by it. And it's uh, I think it's 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 one of those movies. It's kind of it's like a Cabin in the Woods where you can't talk about it too much without ruining it for ruining anybody. It. Yeah. You know what I uh, have been rewatching and enjoying? Fraser? No. Yeah, well, don't. Why yes. would you open that? Hang on. <laughs> yes, but also, Sequest. <laughs> oh yeah, Sequest is on the Netflix right now. Three seasons worth, but it's really nice to see Roy Scheider. I miss that guy a lot. And a talking dolphin, Darwin. Mm-hmm. The dolphin didn't talk. I mean, it was but the computer program. The computer that program. Brandis designed. Yes. The, that the allowed Wesley Crusher of Sequest. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I? You know what I did uh, on um, for my DVR? I just made it uh, record uh, all Simpsons reruns. And so now, like, I always have, like, five old Simpsons episodes to watch. I don't mean to hipster you, but I did that for years. Mm-hmm. Like, since I could get a TiVo. So, yeah. I think I'm a little ahead of you. This is my first DVR I've been able to afford. On that one. <laughs> God damn it. Chris. It's nice to have money, okay? It's nice. No, I'm sure. I didn't know what that. Sure when Chris was driving his Audi to his house in the hills, he was always thinking, I'll just watch some Simpsons. Yes. But uh, it was uh, guys. The fans want me to have nice things. I'm trying to think of the douchiest thing I <laughs> yeah, could say. The fans, <laughs> the fans want me to have nice things. Yeah. I, I hear people say. I hear people. It's funny. Going people up to girls. The fans say the fans, we should hook up. Yeah. Listen, and the fans that works, are guys. way in support of If this. it's what the fans desire, I let the fans. Have. It's funny. I, I I hear 
I hear a lot of people now use the word the, the, like, well, the fans want dot dot dot. You're not. I mean, is that appropriate? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What? 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 Uh, but like, are you talking about like someone like me going like, well, the fans really wanted me to. The fans wanted dot dot dot. Well, is you, that what you're saying? Or are you saying if I tweeted at you, I'm a fan of you, Chris? And I no, go, no, no, no. That not hey, that. The fans want you to fuck. It's, it's hearing people use the fans <laughs> a so they can hear themselves say the fans, and b so they can so they can. Do things that what they really want to do, and then put it off on this mythical mass of people called the fans. Yeah, I don't get it. Or maybe well, because everyone's, everyone's famous on the York. internet, so it's, is everyone famous because of the internet? A lot of people are. Well, the, they perceive themselves as famous, and they act like it. There was a thing I noticed when I was working at uh, this place um, in Venice Beach, where like you know a lot of like people who kind of run businesses or probably run like their office or some of that drive they, outies that time. They, <laughs> they come in they come in and like they have that attitude of like yeah. it's just like people pay attention to me people know me people listen to what i say so now you're going to have to do the same thing right and it's i think that's kind of the thing that happens a lot with people who perceive perceive themselves as famous well the problem is that it's like hey wait, who are you, are you talking to me it's very easy to drink your own Kool-Aid with the internet because you're surrounding yourself with Things that you want to see and people Water who are giving sugar. you attention. And, yeah. and so it's very easy to be like, oh, I must be blah, blah, blah. But then you realize, like, man, no one really gives a shit. You know, like, most people don't, most people don't really give a shit. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter. I mean, I, I you know. <clears throat> the, we give a shit, Chris! Yay! Oh, I don't. Matt doesn't. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. But um, I remember, what was your, what was your... This is sort of going back to the this is going back to the the money thing. What was your brokest moment when you were yeah. like, "I am really broke"? Ugh. Fuck, I'm, there's been a ton. Um, I uh, shit, I don't know. Just scrounging around, I was living in Hollywood. Uh, I got fired from one. I can't. I'm trying to remember, but it was like. It was just like going through my couch for change so I could eat that day. Yeah. Uh, at El Pollo Loco. Because like, it's like they had the 99 cent menu mm-hmm. and it was just like, you know, just quarter was like a huge deal. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, that was probably it. And then I remember I, <laughs> I was so dumb. I was, you know, I was like 20 and I, uh, I got like this like debt thing, this like IRS saying, you owe like, you know, $700 and that like blew me away. I was like, fuck, I c- this is, and I went to the bank asking for a loan. For seven hundred dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, and then I tried, then I tried to like cash a check for like you know fifty bucks, and they're like, "Oh, we won't be able to. Ca- this will just go to your debt." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I just went across the street to the other bank and started a new account <laughs> as to not have to deal with the debt at that oh, bank. That's wow. amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the most destitute. Oh man, that's amazing. Wow. That's that's amazing. I, I remember when after. This was in the Peter Hardwick years um, of just like moving back to moving back to Westwood and being thirty and moving back to Westwood. (laughs) Yeah, that that was right. It was right around then. Oh, sweetest moment, huh? Small little. (laughs) That's when I got in. Cheap apartment, and um, there there were days. There was a place that's still in Westwood too, called Headlines, and it's like this. It's like this, like a burger grill, and just being so excited that. you know that it, like they had this burger special that was like I, you know three dollars and twenty four cents, and just feeling like oh man, I can totally afford that today. Yay, yeah. <laughs> but somehow always managing. Oh no, it's not that I managed to scrounge money for beers. Is my my friends ran the bars, and so oh you know, yeah, get, uh, 
I would just get I the used beers. To, like at the when I worked at Apple when I was there part time. I was living in Pasadena when I first moved out here, and I was working at Apple part time. So every two weeks, my check would be like five hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, and I'd have to pay rent, pay my car, pay whatever the fuck you know other bullshit like electricity and stuff. And I would always end up for lunch. What I would get at the Apple store was at Bob's Donuts. They had the cinnamon roll, which was like that big, but a dollar forty some dollar forty seven, I think it was, and that's what I would eat for lunch. Oh man, could fill you up for the day. Yeah, you'd think I'd be thinner. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I would always know to pay my phone bill when my phone got turned. That's exactly how I paid my bill for yeah. years. How many yeah. times did you? <clears throat> how many times did you talk your way out of it? Like at the gas company or the electric company. Or what was your favorite, you know, I don't know, I, you know, I thought I paid it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would I get really try. indignant when they're like, well, yeah. I have the canceled check right here. And they'd be like, <laughs> well, we're going to need to see that. Well, yeah, I'm, I bet you would. I'm busy. I'm a busy man. I'm a busy man with a lot of things to do. Yeah, yeah I remember uh, internet getting, or like phone line or electricity getting shut off and then just walking up to the Kinko's on Vine uh, to check my email. Oh, to check my Friendster account yeah. or something. <laughs> oh, oh not anyone's top eight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that was MySpace. That, that was MySpace, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that's so funny you say that. That's how I used to pay my phone bill, too. Yeah. Whenever they'd shut it off. Yeah. Oh, time to pay the Whenever phone I bill. I guess it's been, a, it's been a month already. Yeah. So that's why it's fun. I mean, that, that's why I think, you know, if you if you come into money and you've been broke for a long time, it's great because I feel like you have an appreciation for it. You're like, oh, it's really, you know, like I pre- but it doesn't, you know. Yeah, I get scared that's going to, you know, go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, like, I, I still like to spend money. I still like to, like, you know, it's like, hey, if you have it, you know, spend it. Um, but, you know, D is always like, she still acts like we're just both working at fast food places. You know, oh, really? like very scared of spending money. That's great. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's not bad, though. No, no, it's great. great. It's great. great to do it. It's great, yeah. Good to balance it out. I you mean, get- well, yeah, no, it was great. Like, I used to, Greta and I used to get into fights about, like, I was like, I'll I'll buy you this salad that's eight dollars. She's like, but it's eight dollars. I'm like, yeah. it's fine. It's eight dollars. Yeah, we got to figure out, you know, because we got a taxes now as a married couple. Oh yeah, you got to do that, huh? Yeah, got to figure that out. Oh, I got some. I'm waiting on a shit ton of tax stuff to come in the mail. Oh. A couple more days, right? We got till the thirty first, right? And they send you all your W twos by. Yeah, then? starting to trickle in for me. Just have your business manager deal with all of the. Um... The business manager I give 5% of your money to? <laughs> no, it's a monthly fee. Yeah. Great. <laughs> great. Uh, I was really thinking about great. a business manager, though, honestly. Don't even have to think about it. They just I fill everything out. Yeah. yeah, I was really Pay thinking it. about that. Honestly. Yeah. I don't even have to see it. I was thinking about great. it. Great. Yeah, it sounds nice. Don't even have to. I mean, I'll have to sign things What do you have to make? Like, it's a lot of work. I mean, just I got to write business my... business manager, what do you have to make? Like 40, 30, 45,000 a year, something like that? But Yeah, some, somewhere around, right there. around there. <laughs> Guys, next year I think I can do it. <laughs> no yeah. one's going to get that we're kidding. <laughs> oh, about the business? Yeah. We're not, I make way more than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I have, a, I have a business manager and a lot of money. I, I just mean no one's going to get know. that we're kidding about how we we weren't poor ever. <laughs> Never happened. We're three trust fund kids. Oh, God, living it up. Julia Louis Dreyfus is my mother. Oh. Her, her dad's got like $8 billion, $9 billion, something. Oh, really? Yeah. The Dreyfuses. She's doing okay. Yeah. Or is it? No, it's the, I'm sorry, it's the Louis Dreyfuses. That's the name. That's the last name. Oh. Yeah. Let's wrap this, let's wrap this shit up. All right. Who else do we know that's super duper rich? David okay. Geffen. I've been to his house. He's super rich. 
So cut out all the money stuff. <laughs> that was not good. That's like still. Jerry Maserati. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.